criatura. So, long ago, family came to America. Do ho karato. Come for the community, make the restaurant. In the restaurant, family back home. In Japan, mountain of Osaka. Ancient occult leader flies in mountain. Abducts family. Now I must go back defend my family. Tonight on the death metal. Dicks. The reason I'm slightly racist this evening, sorry about that, but we're talking about Shoko Asuhara, leader of Am Shinrikyo. Believe it or not, the Japanese can fall for Colts. Everyone is a goddamn dolt. Doesn't matter what country you're gullible as can be. Once again, big group of people. Getting duped by a dumb fat fuck. This time, took it real far. Killed 55 people outside of the cult. Yeah. About 60 more inside of the cult. One of the most infamous sarin gas attacks of all time. (laughs) I wish you guys were watching on YouTube because as I said that, Buddy had a mild seizure. Yeah, pop that old neck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something you might not know about, buddy, if you don't actually watch the YouTube, which you should. That's what I'm saying. Check mm-hmm. out YouTube.com backslash Death Metal Dicks. We're bad at social media. I think if we could build that boy up, it would be tight for us and for you. Uh, he, yeah, you got a twitch, man. You fucking. When I drink, man, it comes out. Yeah, we're drinking. Uh, a lot of times I do the podcast sober because I've been on a health kick, but guess what? I hate being alive. So this night, we're getting fucking sloshed, and we're talking about Am Shinrikyo, and more specifically on this episode, Shoko Asahara, who was the leader of it. Uh, we've decided to do it because he was executed just last week after years of being in prison. We're going to take a life in the man that literally almost kicked off Armageddon. I would say as close as a cult has gotten to ending the world Right here. Okay. Ready. Uh, don't be alarmed by the death metal detective name change. Don't get shocked. Don't freak out. No. Uh, we're not selling out. We're not abandoning you. It's the same thing. Uh, everything else is still going to be death metal dicks. Why? Because dick is short for detective. It always has been, and it always will be. Now, we took advantage of the innuendo before with the logo that got banned from iTunes. That's the first thing we had to clean up. We uh, had to make the dick magnifying glass, which is fucking sweet, into a regular magnifying glass, which is not as sweet. Yeah. Penises are hilarious. Well, if you look at it, the fucking magnifying glass is trying to look at cum. Yeah, of course. Somebody cum the logo. Yeah, there's cum all over it. That's still in there. You can't do anything about that because you can't prove anything. No, that's milk. Yeah. So we change it to Death Metal Detectives. Why? Because we love you, and we want more people to get on our team. Okay? We got a lot. It can get way bigger. What I found out through the magic of the motherfucking internet and people that do shit like this for a living consulting me, uh, when you search for things, 
on any search engine, any uh, music podcast platform, mainly Spotify, you get hampered. Like you get intentionally put down if there's profanity in it. They don't want to back it. They don't want it to show up. So you have to like dig through shit. You know what I'm saying? So like an example of something, let's say, let's say someone thought our podcast was called the death metal boys. Now I don't know why they would think that. No, but if they looked for that, right. And let's say you started typing in death metal, uh, on iTunes, because I fought it out with iTunes. When you type in death M, the first thing that comes up is uh, death metal dicks, right? And you would know that's us and you would click on it. But like on Spotify, if you start typing in death M, nowhere to be found. Uh, same thing with Google. There's a lot of things that we could just tighten up on. And that's all we're doing. You know what I mean? We're fucking dumb. We're trying to get smart. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of it. We are death metal dicks. Right? We are. Uh, and dick is short for detective. So we just made the old swapper. I just don't want you to freak out. Don't bail on us. Don't get confused. We're not selling out. We're strong. We're hard. We're gross. Oh, yeah. You can do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing the roast contest. Uh, results have been less than satisfying. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's one good one. Clear-cut winner. They live in the States, so that's easy. Yeah. But you could, guys can do better than that. The first time we did a roast contest, there was some zingers. Some zing zangs. Uh, just uh, shit on us, all right? Make fun of us. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, full disclosure, the reason we're doing that is because it helps our rating, podcast-wise. That's what, like, you would think that to say this podcast is doing this well, uh, fucking iTunes could just say, oh, look at this amount of plays. That's great. We're going to put them on the front page. No, no absolutely not. They look at... The interactions you have and what some podcasts do, what some companies that promote podcasts do is they pay and they have bots services that can get on there and make ratings. So let, like, let's say I wanted to rate your podcast, right? I want to give it five stars and write something on there to show you how much I love you. And uh, I do it once. Well, I could do it five more times if I wanted to, right? No, because my IP address is locked in. I only have one iTunes account. I can only do it one time. But there's ways to get around that, right? You can get your giant podcast backing company to pay for bots to endlessly review your podcast. And that really juices people like us out because we're a DIY operation. We have no idea how to do that. Uh, we've gotten offers from at least one of those big companies that uh, were total horseshit. I think, I don't know, I'm not going to get into ins and outs of dumb shit like that, but I'll just say you guys are with that grassroots DIY hometown movement. Uh, I know that it's uh, a lot of effort for most of you to get on iTunes and leave a review. You probably have to make an account and all that shit. That's very much appreciated. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I know how fucking metal people are, man. Yeah, I'm out of touch. I get it. I like to be out of touch. I haven't uh, haven't been able to pay my phone bill. Uh, this happens every once in a while. But it's been like three, maybe a month now. It's been, yeah, it's been about a month. So like, I can use my phone on Wi-Fi. Like it's a fucking iPad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's it. I was saying something. There was a reason. Oh yeah. So but but the time that it's off. So like, I got hours a day. Like I I I go right from work to the gym. You know. 
so from the time I leave work, drive to the gym and go home, that's a, like three hours, maybe four. No phone at all. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's fucking great, man. Sounds dumb. Sounds like it should like it like it wouldn't make a difference in your life at all, but just four hours where nobody can get a hold of me, no notifications, no nothing. I love to interact. I'm not shitting on that aspect yeah. of it at all. What I'm saying is it's just like something about Well, your, it's good to have that clarity. Yeah, something about your brain. Because I'm always beholden to something, and like if somebody wanted to get a hold of me, they just couldn't. <laughs> I like that. I Happened like that today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, man, this is the way it went. It's okay. Uh, but you know, you can call the gym. My wife knows she can call the gym. I didn't think about that. No, I'm not saying you should have. I'm not harsh on you. I'm just saying like that. That like in an emergency, I could be reached. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a great thing. Uh, I may never get it turned back on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's good that you said that because I didn't think about it. Yeah, man. Until they called me. Uh, second thing, <laughs> speaking of financials, we got a Patreon. Uh, we uh, So Patreon, it's got a bunch of tiers on it, right? Full disclosure, you have to commit to your tiers. Like, we made it and didn't really have an idea how to do it or what to do with it. So it's inaccurate and you can't change it because people have done those tiers. Thank you for doing it. Love you for doing it. Uh, a little bit has changed. Basically, we've got an uh, episode for patrons only coming out every other week. We're about to drop this live episode on there. We've just been having some audio trouble with it, but uh, uh, our technical wizard, Mark, is figuring that out. That'll be there soon. We just made another one tonight, for example. You're going to get that um, fucking Thursday. Tomorrow it'll be out, and that's it's an hour long. It's an hour-long podcast. Me and Buddy. Unfiltered. I'm talking about... Karate chopping my uncle in the throat, and it's a long story. So if you're a patron, you can check shit like that out. Now, we're trying to figure out ways to do more for you bad motherfuckers. Some people have gotten shirts in the past, stickers, all types of ill shit. Everyone that does it for us, thank you so much. We like to thank our big boy patrons at the end of the show, and we'll always do that. Basically, look at them as producers. A producer is someone that fiscally backs your project, and that's what they're doing, and we love them for it. Thank you so goddamn much. Uh, I got a new podcast coming out pretty soon here because uh, I sure needed to find a way to spend more fucking time doing something that doesn't pay. <laughs> uh, me and my friend Jerry uh, making a podcast called You're Not Core. It's uh, about hardcore, the genre. And I uh, just wanted to do it because I've got wasted years, wasted years of my life on a stupid fucking genre music. I'm logged with knowledge. He's logged with knowledge. Might as well do something with it. Yeah. Waste of everything. Uh, Buddy would definitely do it too, but uh, Jerry lives in Little Rock. Buddy lives here. I work in Little Rock. Buddy works all the time. So you get me and Jerry. Who's, if I can figure out some job shit, I'll do it. He's also hilarious. So it's a lot of fun. It's coming out soon. Got a test episode out there right now. That's it for advertisements. We're about to jump into it. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're warmed up. Hope you're wet. Shoko Asahara was born Chizunu Masamoto Chizu. It's C H I Z O U O. So do you think it's Chizu, Chizu, or Shoso? Chizu. Shoso. Mm-hmm. Masamoto. He was born March 2nd, 1955. He had a big ass family, lots of kids. That's some regular Japanese shit. Uh, 55 was hard times for Japan. You know what I'm saying? War prone. Military-driven economy. His family made tatami mats, which are uh, flooring. They're straw fucking mats. 
Uh, anyone that does jujitsu that hears that thinks, oh, tatami mats, that's what uh, people train on. Well, no, tatami mat is like uh, bamboo flooring. You know what they're made for? What? To be able to hear whenever a ninja would walk across your floor because of the way that they're lined out. That was the purpose? That was the purpose of them. Just to hear them crunch. Because of the way they would walk. So then eventually they had to change the way they did that shit. So they had to walk certain ways. Yeah. Because it would be, if somebody's sneaking in your house, you could hear with Tommy Matt. Bl- you're a samurai expert. I know, yeah. You've read all the books? Lots of them. Uh, you literally let some guy talk you into spending hours on ninjutsu at his house. Not at his house. Where at? He was at a gun range. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. A gun range. Yeah. A gun. A physical device that could literally kill somebody. And at the place where you go to practice shooting it, there's a man who's been a fraud for years teaching people how to do a martial art that makes you think you could kill somebody, but you can't. But at that same place... You could just acquire a gun. You can't acquire a gun. You can acquire their knowledge to use a gun. Okay. Yeah. You should do that. No. Because the lady that owns it sucks. Why? Man, oh, not... is it that anti-Muslim lady? Yeah. Even funnier. The layers behind you. Okay, listen. I don't want to cite it, but you guys got to hear this shit. Buddy Lloyd, how many MMA fights have you had? Four? Four? Four fucking MMA fights, trained, legitimate, fucking fighting for years. Uh, worked hard at it. Good at grappling. Fucking lots of jiu-jitsu tournaments. Real combat experience. Got talked into doing ninjutsu. I didn't get paid. Or I didn't have to pay to do it. Yeah, but you did it. But I learned about, like, I just wanted to know no, about you the history of shit. I did. That guy doesn't even know the hit. There's no way. He's he full of shit. He does. He does. It's a fucking lie. He's lied for years. Do you know how many people I've met in the shit town we live in that are I like, gotcha. I know the ancient secret. Hey, let me tell you a funny story. Okay. I'm going to get this is the last thing I'm going to say about ninjutsu. It kind of ties in, you know, because yeah. we're talking about Japan. Uh, and this is how gullible people are in Japan. They believe yep. in ninja shit. So, uh, what? I first started training jujitsu here. I went to a house party. There was a guy there, and uh, he he decides to approach me, and he goes, uh, "Hey man, I heard that you do jujitsu." Like, yeah, and he goes, "Well, I do ninjutsu, which is like the antithesis to jujitsu. It's like antithesis, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, it counters everything that you know how to do." And I go, "Oh yeah," and he goes, "Yeah." why don't you put me in a submission and I'll instantly get out of it? And I go, you sure? And he goes, yeah. So I put him in a triangle. You know how he tried to get out of it? Uh, he fuck. Yeah. He pinched the back of my leg. <laughs> That's hilarious. Pinched him hard as fuck. So I'm choking the shit out of him and he taps after he pinched me. No way you're not going to sleep. And uh, I had never put someone. I had, no, I never put someone. I had never <laughs> put someone to sleep yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I knew that I was going to like I committed. I was like I'm putting him to sleep. Never done it before. Yeah. So I didn't know he was asleep. I probably held it for two and a half minutes after he was asleep. Oh fuck. So yo, when he comes to dude, he's like, 
So you made somebody retarded? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like trying to suck air. There's white shit coming out of his mouth. Everyone's freaking the fuck out. Like, you killed him. I'm like, Party's over. <laughs> this guy goes, you killed him. I'm like, I don't fucking care. He pinched me. <laughs> yeah, he came back to life, man. It was all good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. He didn't wake up for a long time. I was nervous, man. Real nervous. But, uh, you know. I figured if someone called the cops, it's a clear-cut self-defense. Like, look, like I had welts on the back of my legs. Why the fuck would you pinch a man? I don't know. The don't antithesis. Know. <laughs> a <laughs> pinch? Are you fucking kidding me? That's the antithesis. I know you're going to sleep. You the can't only pinch that works is a fucking titty twister. Yeah. That don't fucking disable somebody. It ain't going to get you out of anything, though. Dude, if you, you get a hold of somebody's nah. fucking purple I, knockers, okay. man, you... Yeah, but if I had you... If I had you prone, like, you're fucked. Yeah. And you twisted my tits. The rage that's going to come out of me. You're going to get broken in half. Man, it's like a burning code. It's going to be terrible, but it, you're going to get fucked It's a burning code sting. Yo, know, one time I accidentally popped my wife's arm because she, like, we were just playing around. Yeah. And, uh, like, I get her an arm bar. I'm not going to do it hard to her, but she yeah. squoze my nuts. And I just involuntarily, like, ripped it. You know what I mean? And yeah. she was like, it was, like, out. And I was like, oh, I'm going way too far. And she just kept twisting my nuts. And I was like, God, stop. Didn't. Popped it. Stopped. I wrist locked my ex-wife. She tried to pop out of a corner with a yeah, fork. That's hilarious. To fuck with me. And I launched her ass. Bow! Man, she deserves <laughs> it. God I felt damn. so bad, man. But I did. I launched Wife, it. Well, I, I feel great about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would do anything to see it. Sashoko Asaharo, born Shusu Masamoto. Like I said, poor ass family. Now, the economy in Japan is bad. So you would think someone that owns a business makes a product, but that's the, such is the case with like a, an emperor. The emperor at the time in Japan was God. I mean, literally, they proclaimed themselves to people as God. Now, you can't really help it when you grow up in that fucking environment. Uh, actually, I think the 50s, you know, like, you know, we dropped the bomb on that ass in the 40s, yeah. right? That was the 40s. Yeah. Yeah, dropped the bomb on that ass. World War II. F- terrible thing to do to somebody. Uh, stupid fucking move. Pointless. No reason to do it. Anyway, after that shit happened, the emperor had to admit to the entire country that he was not a god. Because everyone was like, uh, we thought you were a fucking god. Like, why did you let this shit happen? And they had to just straight up be like, well, you know, funny thing. I'm ain't. The fucking man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. But, man, that's, uh, you know, Japan. One thing, as people that have done martial arts, love Japan, always love Japan. It's like they're... I use the term and try not to sound stupid. They're a warrior ass culture. Very. And what I mean by that is not that even like, like they're not ready to scrap present day, but there's a lot of things that came from feudal time, samurai era where if anyone made you feel in any way dishonored, you have to fight them to the death or you're dishonored, which brings shame upon you and your entire family, which means that they won't get into heaven, which means that to get them into heaven, you have to kill yourself. Yes. So if anybody made you feel like you were disrespected, you had to kill them. Yep. And that's day to day life. No exaggeration. That's hard. People still do that shit. 
to this day in Japan. Well, not to that extreme. They do no. kill themselves still, but the way it's passed down, it's like business now. Like, they look at business as samurai life, you yeah. know? Uh, but they're still in Japan all about what they call face. Saving face. Your face is how you are in public, how you're perceived. People in Japan would not commit a petty crime. They would not have an emotional outburst in public because that would make you look like shit, right? And so uh, if no one's snarky, there's not sarcasm, uh, there's not like a real vibrant sense of humor, and I'm not trying to shit on Japan in any way. I'm trying to lay out, especially in the 50s, which the entire world was more conservative then, the way that people lived then. I mean, very conservative. Now, Japan... Because we bombed them, we gave them a lot of money. Other countries gave them a lot of money. They were rebuilding. They were having an economic boom. Uh, not in the 50s, but that's when they received the money. They're rebuilding. And as this cult will come in, as I go along and explain Shoko Asahara's biography, when you hear things about the cult coming together and you wonder... How does a post-World War II Japan, this is a span of like 20 years. So when I'm, when I'm going with this, uh, f- try to follow that timeline, what I'm getting at. All right. Uh, when Shoko was a kid, poor kid, uh, he was born with glaucoma. Didn't have the ability to get the best medical care, so it wasn't caught right away. Yeah. And the glaucoma made him completely blind in his left eye and only partially blind in his right eye. So he had, uh, we used to do jujitsu with this guy. Uh, he did judo. He went to the judo Paralympics. He is legally blind. Yeah. And he represented America in the Paralympics because he's blind. Not really blind. Uh, seen him ride a bike. Seen him ride a scooter. I've seen him ride a bike, bike too, yeah. Seen him ride a, a motor scooter. I mean, props to him, but that guy's not blind. And he would uh, fucking do some dumb shit. Like, he would grab your gi and shit and be like, now remember, I'm blind. And then, like, I had heard you guys be like, he's not really blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would just fucking sit guard on his ass. So yeah, he would get launched, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? He'll be, like, posting on you. He'll be, like, posting on Facebook and shit. Like, I was watching this YouTube video. Like, oh, you were, were you? That's what you were doing, and then you were typing on Facebook about it. How's not seeing working out for you? Well, he was, the funny thing is, he was like, I have peripheral vision. So he was, I was like, So you just like sit sideways at the computer? <laughs> I heard they him say that. sideways. But man, I should, yeah. Someone, this is going to get back to him. That's double hilarious. Fuck that guy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has something in common with Shoko Asahara because Shoko Asahara was going to public school. And the way that Japan worked then, again, you're poor, you'll take any advantage you can get. For whatever reason, if your child was disabled, they would get sent to a special school. When they got sent there, like in America, uh, there are schools like that that are like room and board type schools, right? Yeah, yeah. And the government would pay for you to go to that school. Well, Japan did that. Plus, if you send your kids to it, gave your family money so shoko got shipped off in junior high to a private blind school all blind kids and he could see out of his fucking right eye so he first uh, when he was a kid he learned how to do judo common Mm -hmm. japan practice it's the national sport of japan yeah uh that judo then 
I'm assuming that you don't know much about judo. If you're listening, you might. Awesome if you do. I know we got a lot of jujitsu people that listen because we partake in the art. Very similar to that. Uh, it's uh, grappling art. You, in the Olympic type sport, you can win by a hard throw. Yeah. You can epon somebody, which is where if we're standing on our feet, I throw you flat on your back. I win. Well, before it was like an Olympic sport, that wasn't the case. So it's just grappling until someone quits. Essentially, yeah, it's a hard martial art. Uh, if, if kids are doing it and they're proficient at it, they could kick the shit out of other kids. Just think, uh, Olympic wrestling, yeah, with a gi, with yeah. a fucking karate sure. costume on. And if you're not even that inundated, it's uh, UFC fighting. Some of that UFC fighting, but without hitting and kicking. All the gay stuff, you know, where they get on the ground, they rub around on each other. It's mm. all that. That's what it is. They get in between their legs. He just puts him there in between his legs and holds him like that. That's gay. It's like gay rough sex. They choke each other. Dude, I fucking launched a guy I work with the other day on his fucking ass because uh, I heard that he was talking to someone else I work with about collegiate wrestling. And he was like, yeah, you know, the sport of wrestling is just so homoerotic. And he's like a real thinksman, like uh, a real yeah. indie. He's been to college before, but didn't man. like finish it. Yeah, I mean, he's a dishwasher at my restaurant. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And he's a Morrissey fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Very sad. Fried some protein. This motherfucker is calling wrestling homoerotic. And they keep going. And I'm trying to be I'm cool to start with. I was like, nah, man, it's not like that. It's a hard ass sport. You don't really think about it. So you shouldn't talk about it. And he's like, no, we understand. It's like a dynamic of a man holding another man down. There's something uh, sensual. And, and before he could finish the sentence, I fucking tossed him on his ass. I said, hey, man, you got a boner right now? He goes, no, why'd you? I was like, you got a boner right now? I said, no. And I was like, all right, then. Easy math, baby. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, you probably did the same shit to some motherfucker doing hopscotch, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he hopscotch that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just like that. So uh, he knows how to fight. That's the main thing. Judo, again, hard art. He was good at fucking black belt. Good and uh, kids train hard there. It's not like a joke. You know, it's no. not some. It's not like you take your kids to karate, they get a black belt. You, they think they know how to do some shit. Nah, he was like a g- grappler. You know, he's hard. Um, so instantly starts kicking the shit out of other kids, whooping their ass. For for one, they can't see. Yeah. For two, he could whoop their ass if they could see. God, dude. So he's doubling down on that. Uh, half feeb. <laughs> well, yeah, one, one, like, he also taught the blind kids judo. Yeah. And, like, so there is that fear. Some of it sounds kind of cool. And, dude, like, blind and deaf uh, are good at grappling. Very. Uh, there's, like, like, the Paralympic team is great. And also, uh, there was, like, a deaf and blind school when I lived in Colorado. Uh, my fucking half brother is uh you know my dumbass mom was white trash left him in a car for a few hours he was blind after yeah, that he got cooked yeah cooked him up uh <laughs> 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 he was going to the deaf and blind school and their wrestling team is like great yeah like, real good you know because they, they just lock in and fucking go because well, their senses are fucking heightened the yeah ones that they, they right. don't have some so their other ones are heightened yeah know? it's awesome i think yeah. it's great yeah oh uh, so but he was teaching the kids that he was kind of a shithead doing that though because he would have kids like lock up 
teach him a throw, and then they would do the throw, but like kind of half-ass it, and he'd be like, no, like this, and fucking dust kids, you know? Yeah. Just fucking pound their ass into the dirt, which I guess is like just hard coaching, but it's not like they had good mats, you know what I mean? So he's just destroying kids. Uh, and then he started doing charity shit, kind of. He would, he would first take kids uh, off campus to restaurants and shit, so if they all wanted, he would be like, oh, man, you guys, have, when's the last time you had some good-ass noodles around this motherfucker? And they'd be like, well, never. And be like, well, let's go try it. Let's get off this shit and go try it. Y'all got money? Yeah, like, you want to go eat some good-ass food? Yeah, all right, cool, let's go. And so they would hold on to him. And this is the high school years. He would take him to the restaurant. They would get there and fucking have to pay for his food. So we started hustling at him. And then yeah. that evolved into shit. Like, they would go off campus. He would take him, like, if someone needed to do a chore off campus they needed someone to take him out there and it wasn't like no i guess they had no aides and teachers and shit like that i think they were trying to make him be independent more so because like uh, what we'll find out later is that there's a lot of things and like japanese people again of that warrior culture shit they're very respectful of everyone because uh they're spiritual the afterlife, Zen Buddhism is like the official religion at the time. And Shinto. And Shinto, yeah. like all these things are like to progress through the stages of the afterlife, you have to be a better person than you were in the life before you're in now. Yeah. And and everyone's going through the same shit and you have to help people along. So they're really respectful of everyone, no matter what's going on. So they're, they're also look at people that are blind and deaf and things like that, how a lot of people in America would look at him as like, oh, man, that poor guy. They look at it as some type of blessing where they're like, because their other senses are heightened and they can do other things better than other people, you know, like they have more feeling in their hands. They can hear better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look at that as like a spiritual thing, like a gift, a blessing of sorts. So, uh, th- you know, they're trying to prepare these kids to be in the outside world and get around themselves. But if it, the kid's not up to doing it, then someone's got to take them to do it. So he would take them to do their chore, get the chore done, and then ask them if they were ready to go back. And they'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, okay, cool. Give me 20 bucks. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, we're out here. You can either give me 20 bucks or I'll just leave your ass here. But that's like some kind of weird <laughs> judo fucking yeah, trick, deep like, cut. Um, you know, it's like a... You trickle uh, Shenson. Try to teach you lesson. You must learn now. Yeah, I mean, respect, in a way. Like, that's a hustle. I think if he would have just asked these motherfuckers flat out, yo, man, would you give me 20 bucks to take you to the store? They'd probably be with it. Yeah. But, again, you it's know. It's that fucking the kid, power shit, though. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see in the future, obviously. You already know he's a cult leader. I mean, this was in the news a lot. He got hung to death re- last week. So... You know he's a shitbag, and to be that type of shitbag, you gotta be a psychopath, sociopath, something's gotta be in your brain that doesn't connect the pain to the brain. Does it come? Does he come? Oh, a lot. Sweet. A lot. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, he's cold, man. He's cold-blooded, and this is just where he's getting his feet wet, learning how to do this shit. Uh, one of his goals in school was to be a fucking the prime minister of Japan. That like when you know when the people would go around the classroom and be like, "What are you thinking about doing when you grow up?" He seriously, seriously, prime minister. He would he ran for class president every year since seventh grade, and he would try everything to win. Like he was an asshole, 
people were terrified of him too because he could kick their ass. He was scamming people. Teachers were afraid of him. Teachers were afraid of the power that he held over the other students. Like no one wanted to talk about him. You know, in uh, you know that Vice documentary about Gaul from Gorgoroth. Yeah, where he lives in that super small town, tiny town, and he had committed two very heinous, violent acts, and everyone knows about it, and nobody will get on camera and say anything bad about him. Yeah, because they're terrified that they might get their feet nailed to a floor or some shit. Yeah, like he did to another human being. Yeah. Everyone's afraid of this motherfucker in that type of way. So no one's going to be honest with him. But they're definitely not going to vote for him to be class president. Like, he was buying tons of candy, bringing it to school, giving it to people for a vote. Never won one time. Blame the teachers for it. Uh, he would tell teachers that they were running a campaign against him. Paranoid delusion type shit. That's yeah. uh, instilling right there. Somehow, this motherfucker was so good at hustling people. He says when he graduated school... He had $30,000 in cash. Cash. What the fuck? I don't make $30,000 a year now. Maybe I do. You make over that. Yeah, whatever. $15 an hour is that? Well, think about this. 1955. That's a lot of God. 30000 bucks. Damn, it's like a damn. million fucking bucks in Japan, dude. Ton of money. Lots uh, of boy pussy could be <laughs> so, purchased yeah, in Japan at that time period. Buy a young man's ass. Yep. Boy butt. Boy butt. Boy butt. Use that money to move to Tokyo <laughs> right after. He wanted to go to university there because he wanted to be a fucking politician. They wouldn't accept him. I don't think he did bad in school. I think he was just clearly a crazy asshole. Or he's reading one, one good eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking looking all crazy with a belly button for an eye. Yeah, yeah. He was in shape at this time. Uh, he married a woman named Tomoko. She was rich as fuck. Rich family. Uh, wasn't that great looking. Just regular girl next door. Homely type of looking ass. Don't matter to a blind guy. Yeah, for one, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> For one, he can't see, too. He smells the money all over her. Yeah. And he's got that extra sink and just fucking... Probably never even asked her. Just fucking got a... Mm, smell that yin. Must smell good. It's like... It's uh, the pussy. It, it feels good. I cannot see. It's like a uchimata. Make me feel good. So he marries her. Over the course of their relationship, they're going to have six motherfucking kids. Instantly uses her money to start Masamoto Acupuncture Clinic. Sweet. <laughs> Sounds wild. Uh, I would suspect that he learned this in the blind school. The reason I think that. That's scary. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> oh, heat this glass up and poke a needle in you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, can't, I've had that see. done before. Shit works, man. Acupuncture? Yeah. Would you let it. a blind person do it to you? Man, depends on how Asian and mystical they are. Oh, perfect. Because that's the thing. That's what I'm saying <laughs> is that like in Japan, it's like a spiritual mystical thing. People think that if you're blind, it must be there must be a, a reason for that that to have happened. And like a Christian, you know what I'm saying? Like if you go to a Baptist church, like a Southern Baptist church. I did. And, and, and someone was blind, like a yeah. blind, they'd be like, oh my, bless his heart. 
he is going to have a tough time out there, but he's a sweet boy. And, and I know, I know the Lord's got a plan for him. Now that plan is probably, uh, sitting in a cart at the Walmart forever, but bless him, God, if that's your will, Lord, he'll make it. So he'll do it because God, that is your will in Japan. It's like, yo, this guy is mystical. Uh, Buddha touched his head, took a sight, gave him other powers like acupuncture. So massage, acupuncture, um, monk. These are super common things for the blind in Japan, especially in the 50s. That's what they get into. And uh, acupuncture, like that's uh, to us because we're Western culture, Eastern culture acupuncture is super regular shit like everyone gets it done you know uh most people will go and get an herbal remedy way before they would go to a doctor probably still in japan yeah that is a eastern the eastern mysticism shit that you hear about is a stereotype for a reason you're correct so no, we eating weird type of pig dicks for fucking nah. bones, you know? Yeah, 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 dude. The, uh, Asian people like have extinct fucking rhinos and tigers and shit because uh, I'm gonna start calling my dick a rhino. <laughs> yeah, Eminem. All right, and an extinct well, this is fucking, rhino. Like, got a sheath over it and it's a real tough skin. Yeah, I don't use lotion when I jack, so it makes sense. <laughs> you just, <laughs> Thicken it up for forever. It's fucking leathered. You gotta use a fifty caliber to penetrate that. It's like a Daniel Boone uh, fucking uh, water bag. (laughs) (laughs) Cracker Barrel. You can purchase my dick at Cracker Barrel. Mark, what do you call those fucking water bags, dude? No, 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 no. Like the the one that looks like a horn, but it's made out of leather. Dude, you go to music festivals and reggae shit. You know what uh, I'm talking about? (laughs) A a Dean Canteen. Yeah, whatever. Y'all know what we're talking about. It's fucking fabric and it holds water in it and it's like a shoehorn shape. Speaking of, I mean, <laughs> it looks I got, like a comma. You know what I'm going to have to go to, man? What? I'm going to have to go to an old fucking hospital store and get one of those old fucking uh, urine things they have in the hospital and just start pissing live on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you got to pee again? I got to pee again. <laughs> I fucking hate beer. If you have beers. And I, dude, I pee a lot. Oh, you drink a lot. I just looked over at your pile. I get it now. Man, it's bad. You I drink like 10 beers tonight. I gotta drive us back allegedly. Boda bag, I knew that. A All boda right. bag? Yeah, boda bag. That's what, what about called. a boda box? <laughs> well, that's what they got the name from. You fucking genius. That's why I'm putting two and two together. You shit. Fuck. <laughs> he said, "What about?" <laughs> man, I love treating you bad, buddy. Hey, fuck. All right, go piss, man. Uh, so, Shogo Asahara is doing acupuncture now. Again, people think he's mystical. He is smart. He knows how to make money. He immediately starts to fall into that. He makes that his lifestyle. He becomes a mystical man. He's already doing acupuncture and massages. He is the perfect candidate to sell herbs, remedies, ointments, tinctures, massage oils, whatever would cure. And that uh, again, the Japanese culture would make you very susceptible to believing in shit like that. So. The first known thing that he comes up with that he starts making a giant profit on, check this shit out. He takes tangerine peel and makes a tincture out of it, which basically means you fucking make strong alcohol infused with tangerine peel. And a tangerine is just a gay orange. Uh, He 
sells this tincture oil for $7,000. And he bills it as a miracle cure. Uh, You know, he says it will heal literally anything that's wrong with you and that it will help you start to gain spiritual connection to the earth and lead to you having powers, okay? So people, you would think, would be like, well, what is the ingredients? And this motherfucker would say tangerine, and they would be all the way checked out. All right, 7000 bucks. tangerine costs nothing, fuck you. Nope, sells a shitload of it, so much so that the local authorities find out what he's got going on, with the ointment that everyone's buying, they investigate it, they figure out that it's just alcohol and fucking tangerine peel, and they fine him $1,000, which matters not because he sold thousands of these goddamn things for $7,000 a piece. He's rich already. His wife was already rich. Now he's got tons of cash behind him, uh, and he takes this money, and he starts a club called the Om Association of Mountain Wizards. Okay. (laughs) Mountain Wizards. Association of Mountain Wizards. Like, not just Mountain Wizards, not just the Brotherhood, the Gathering. No, the Association of Mountain Wizards, which is tremendous to me. Hey, uh, the old fucking uh, water bag is called a gourd. Bobby got it. Bobby! Bobby Anderson, it's a gourd. You too. I just emptied out my gourd. <laughs> you fucking crank that gourd out. Yeah, well, thanks for pissing in the middle of the podcast. I'm sorry, man. That's probably going to have two more times. Actually, no problem at all. You can leave right now, and I'm fine. Okay, are you? Because you're going to ride home, you piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, I'm Jim- fucking ready to die. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so there's a magazine in Japan called Twilight Zone. It's like a science fiction huh. Cartoon. It's not like the twi- like do 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 do. It's not the cool one. What a great show! Great show. Not that. Uh, nothing cool is going on here because it's like some Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons. It's showing uh, like mysticism. It's showing anime, like early versions of manga and shit like that that are advertising products that are all mystical and shit like that. So. Uh, Shoko takes an ad out and he proclaims in that that he has learned how to read minds, how to see the past, to predict the future, learn how to walk through walls. He has been able to meditate underwater for hours. Yeah. And he can levitate. Um, When you're blind, that's what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know any better. Uh, he fucking sells so much dog shit from this ad twilight zone the magazine that are it's like uh, it's probably like the original coast to coast am type of shit yeah it's like art bell's first life like if buddhism was real zen buddhism and you reincarnate uh art bell's first life was here all right he gets contacted by Twilight Zone. They want to run an article about how he can levitate. So he does the interview with them, sends them all the material, including a photograph of him levitating. Now, this is a classic trick. Houdini got this shit from this shit, from what I understand. Now, what he did is he sat in, like, the double lotus pose where it crosses Uh his legs together and just used his fucking hip and thigh muscle to bump himself off of the pillow that he was sitting on and had a picture taken, you know? He uh-huh. probably had to do it several times, but he was able to get himself up high enough that it looked like 
he was levitating, got the picture taken, sent it in to the magazine with the article they wanted to run about him. And again, the audience of this magazine are all nerds. They're the people that are into this shit already. So they, of course, completely buy what he's got going on. Now he starts selling tons of shit and people are contacting him because he's offering lessons. Uh, He started the association, the Alm Association of Mountain Wizards out of a studio apartment that was away from him and his wife's home to be a separate business. Um, And he started running ads that said he could teach people how to fly, teach people how to be psychic, and uh, got so popular that they had to expand that studio apartment to 15 different locations in 15 different cities. That makes sense. Now, at this point... Did anybody ever fly? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Someone flew. <laughs> Man, I already... we could fly! He's like, it's going to take you 22 years to learn this. If you listen to everything I tell you, it's going to work. And then he gets like 22, you're like, you didn't listen to what I said. It's mm-hmm. going to take you another five. Yeah, you know the move. You know the yeah. basics. You get the gist of it. Now, uh, speaking of Fred Durst, yeah, you hear that new pig destroyer? No. <laughs> It, they got, they have a DJ in the band now. What? Literal DJ. They got two singers. What the fuck is going on? New metal coming back. Starting with Pig Destroyer. No, it started with another band. Who is the, okay, so with this, who is the father of this second wave of new metal? Harm's Way. What? That's what I'm going to say, Harm's Way. Friend of the show? I like Harm's Way. You're going to put it on them? I'm not talking shit. I'm not they don't talking sound shit. like new metal at all I'm to not me. talking shit, man. I'm not talking shit. They have elements of it. I like it. Mm. Pig Destroyer, I guess they're taking it full blown. Mm. But they don't, that, what they're, they don't, it doesn't sound anything like Harm's Way. It's like... No, I know. I'm, I'm, listen, man. I'm not... I'm just. I'm not catching the. I'm not catching the vibe. It has some elements of like industrial shit, which ties into uh, some fucking new metal nah, shit. Nah, man. There's a nah, dude. Rust. That's not new metally to me. Okay. Rust is hard. It is hard. I'm not. Hey, I'm not denying that. I think it's good. Just saying. Not talking shit. Oh man. I mean, they do have like the. Background technic like the technology noises, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not new metal, man. Man, I think it ties into that. It's influenced by that, or it has like that. That's what people compare it to. They have that thing. I'm just saying. Do you think Slipknot's a new metal band? Yes. Okay then. All right. Yes, I get it. Um, I don't like Slipknot. Man, I hate to say it, but they got some slammers. Oh yeah, I mean duality, got- man. Come on, that's a hard song. No, you're dumb as fuck. Once again, showing your ass. You're telling me the thousands of people. Duality is not a hard song. You're yes. not comfortable with yourself. That's what it is. I'm absolutely comfortable with nah, myself. Nah, man. You say that. You say that. But that's a hard song. Any way you shake a stick at it. Oh, am I a Slipknot fan? Nah, man, not really. Mm. Uh, I've heard you defend him. Uh, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, more uh. more than once. You like him? It's your favorite fucking uh, band. Okay, all right. Well, you gotta admit it's a hard song. They've got some hard songs. Uh, Duality is a very hard song, man. 
we're losing fans. No, we're absolutely not because I'm comfortable being myself. There's four people watching. Now I there's know. three. <laughs> Somebody goes, fuck this. I Probably know. Bobby. He was like, man, uh, Shut fuck up, this. Bitch. I know extreme music. I know the genres. I understand it all. I, I like too. a lot of uh, esoteric shit. Uh, Diocletian. Hard. The, the band that we're using this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the tracks. There's more songs on a Slipknot album than people that listen to Diocletian on the regular. So the fuck what? I'm just saying. There's I, more Barbra Streisand fans than Slipknot fans. I get it. Man, Duality is a hard song. Okay? Barbra Streisand makes me want to kill myself. Really? I, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything My mom wanted me to be top. gay when I was a kid, and she made me watch Beaches a hundred fucking times. Your mom wanted you to be gay. She told me that. She said, buddy, I want you to be gay. She was gay. like, if you're gay, it's fine. There's like an Oprah special about gay kids. So what if you were born gay? Yeah. And she fucking talked you out of it by just being herself and wanting something from you. That would make sense to me. Man, I would be chugging dicks right now. Yeah. I'd be you like, hey, you think gay's cool? And then I would just fucking chug like all of her friend's dicks over dudes. Yeah. But yeah, well, your friend fucked me. My breast smells bad. You want to see? <laughs> oh, you didn't say that when you, you didn't say Slipknot was hard when you were fucking me last night. Uh, Manuality is a hard song. I, think I would never you should kill yourself. You try to do it once with Hari Kari. I'm not twice. Do it again. I'm trying to do it twice. <laughs> I tried to blow my brains out of the gun and it was empty. That's not the same thing. That's not the Japanese yeah, way. Yeah, I know, man. But That's I wanna, not the Japanese way. I want to pull some things out of me. <laughs> man, we're talking about Slipknot. Uh, you're right. I'm wrong. We shouldn't talk about Slipknot in a public forum. Yeah. Glorifying something that's glorified way beyond the level that we're at. So, Bobby liked it. Here's the deal, motherfucker. All right, look, I don't... Okay, so... What Shoko Asahara is doing now is he's becoming very calculated. He's got a lot of money. Uh, as soon as he started getting rich, he got fat as fuck. That's a, cl- that's a classic move, you know what I mean? Classic. Uh, getting money when you're fit is getting fat. Uh, and, and he goes for the wizard look. Starts with flowing robes, you know what yeah. I mean? Blowing fucking robes. He, mostly white robes, but just letting it... I guarantee no underwear... Letting his fucking glands hang and uh, loose in the breeze. You know what I mean? Uh, growing a giant beard, growing long hair, and just being fucking fat as shit. And then he's he's assembling a crew. He's already got people working in his locations. And everyone that's coming along with him, they're not getting paid. They're just under the promise that they're going to learn how to fly and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is when he came up with the name Shoko Asahara. What does that mean? That's just a name that this motherfucker came up with. I don't think there's a particular meaning to it. He, like he transcended his his basically his his name is some dork shit. It's right? got to be flying mind dragon or something. Yeah, shit. it's really not. He just had a dork ass name and it wanted to sound cool. Wow, man, cosplay. <laughs> and, and at this point, he made the switch over from uh, Alm Mountain Wizards, so uh, Alm Association of Mountain Wizards to Alm Supreme Truth, which is. Uh, you know, the English way to say Om Shinrikyo. Om is a combination of Taoist, Zen Buddhism, and Christianity. The main thing with Christianity is the book of Revelation, where at the end of it, Armageddon occurs, it's the end of the world, and the battle between heaven and hell occurs on earth. In Revelation, if you're not versed in religion, which I actually get surprised that a lot of people aren't, just because, you know, we're Southerners, we grew up in fucking church and shit like that. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with the story, you know, fucking Jesus comes back to reclaim the earth. 
He cleanses the entire planet of all sinners. If you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he takes you up to heaven before he comes back. Because when he comes back, there's seven years of tribulation. Everyone gets tortured for seven entire years. You get stuck by scorpion dicks, burned in the asshole, fucking come glass only. You want to kill yourself? You can't. You're stuck. You can't go anywhere. Man, I just thought when you said scorpion dicks, I was like, man, what if the little stinger was a dick? Dude, it probably a is. fucking huge rod. Yeah. Like the scorpion's piece is longer than the old scorpion. That's why they're so mad. Fuck. They fuck with it. They sting with it. That's just cum. Their they're cum is fucking poisonous. Dude, poison cum is a cool superpower. Holy shit. I feel like I'm dying. That's because I came cool poison on you. Dick named Scorpion Dick. Scorpion Dick. Get over here. Man, Scorpion Ding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm with it. You should get a tattoo. You should get <laughs> Back piece. Yeah, you're on your dick, stupid. Oh, wait a minute. My, my balls are scorpion and then like... The yeah, 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 like, yeah. Do the old shrimp curl. Well, like on the pube area, you get like the scorpion. Like if you got the scorpion yeah. body like on the thigh and, and then like fupa area and then you got your fucking dick as the tail. You know what I mean? Hey, if I can come up with the cash to do that, I will do it. Guys, you hear it now. <laughs> I'll do it, Patreon.com backslash death metal dicks. Send us the cake. For Buddy to turn his dick into a snake. <laughs> or a scorpion, as it were. <laughs> You'll do it? I'll fucking do that. You swear to God. You swear to the podcast. I swear to the podcast. Dude, come on, man. Okay, listen. everyone listen, listen. How long have you known me for? I'll do that. Thousands of people. Are, guys, okay. Uh, actually, the easiest way to make this happen. Death Metal Dicks at PayPal.com. You don't have to sign up for a reoccurring fee. Just leave a note that says Scorpion Dick Tat. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking exactly. Yo, I'll do that. Uh, it, if uh, uh, let's put a time on it. Um, it's July 11th when we're recording this. August 31st. How much is that going to cost? 500 bucks? No, dude. You sure? I don't think. You want a good one, right? Like, you're not. Come on, man. Do I want a good one? <laughs> yes, dude. It's going on your dick, brother. Okay, so we'll say five hundred bucks, man. I don't okay. want you to get a shitty. I don't want you to get a shitty piece on your piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. a nice one. Uh, five hundred bucks, big scorpion on buddy's dick. Uh, pay, PayPal.com or you know go to PayPal deathmetaldicks at gmail.com. Big scorpion with a small stinger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get buddy's dick tattooed as a scorpion. You'll really do it. I'll really fucking do it. All right. Uh, we'll hold him to it. I have beat. I can smash I somebody. I had a cat so. call my fucking cock one time. Yeah, you did. I've got a fucking sweet fucking scar from it. So, yeah, I you mean, do. that's nothing like that. Okay, perfect. Uh, I hate to break away from the subject at the hand, but uh, this is important. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, dude. Send, I mean, we can't afford it. Yeah. Uh, if, you kick, if you kick it to us. Like, I could use the money for so many better things, but actually I can't. This is the greatest thing that could ever happen. <laughs> uh, and we'll definitely prove it to you. Trust me. So, this is oh, great. Yeah. This is going to be fucking awesome. This is going to be tremendous. You, yeah. like, it's going to happen. I'm not scared to get a dick, tat- dick tattoo, and I'll fucking do it. I don't give a shit. You ever thought about doing it before? Yep. You backed out from it once. I'll, dude, I want my dick tattooed. Right, but you backed out from it one time before. It was a gooch tattoo. Uh... Yeah, but so I was getting a tattoo, and the, our friend that kind of our acquaintance that's an artist, you were trying to be funny, 
Did you go, hey man, I want to get a catcher's mitt tattooed on my taint and my balls would be the ball going to the catcher's mitt. <laughs> and he goes, I'll do it for free right now. And he goes, seriously? He's like, yes, I will do it right now. And I was like, yo, fucking do it, dude. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't do it. You got shook. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I was like 18. But so. right now, you give a for sure guarantee. 130,000%. Oh, my Infinity. God. I'll get my dick tattooed. Today is the greatest day I've ever known. Well, it won't. I mean, you know, that Smashing Pumpkin song is about that dude having the best day of his life and killing himself. Yeah. That's going to be me when you get your fucking scorpion tattooed on your dick. Because, so you're saying you'll kill yourself? <laughs> no, I can't pledge it because I'm true to my word, but I don't think how it could ever get any better. Like, that's the pinnacle of being alive is you... I mean, don't get it. I mean, don't give a fuck. It's a scorpion dick tattoo. Let's do it. Fucking right, man. This is awesome. So, fucking <laughs> <laughs> paypal.com, deathmetaldicks at gmail.com. Send us the cash. But he's going to get a scorpion tattooed on his ass. But actually, dick. I'm just making rhymes. So, my man, Am Shinrikyo has been born. It's about the end times, the end of the world. That's what I was talking about is the torture that God will bring upon you for seven years. You can't get out of it. So, Shoko Asahara takes that, and this is now 1987, so we've come a long ways. He's fucking 32 years old, full-grown man, fat as fuck, wearing robes, wizard beard, looking cool. Yeah, he does. For a Japanese guy, he looks cool as hell. They all look cool. Yeah, you're right. They're all mystical, man. Uh, Now he's got his fucking planet motion. See, the thing about cults that we always find out is you gotta have an end, and you gotta have a means... To avoiding the end. I mean, if you you cannot captivate a group of people to follow you anywhere and give up their lives to be a part of what you've got going on, unless there's a fear of something way worse than what you're going to put them through. And as far as every religion has ever worked, there's a heaven and a hell. I mean, even if it's fucking Zen Buddhism, there's a nirvana at the end of the whole thing. You reach a certain point of enlightenment and you're essentially in heaven. You fuck up too much. You come back to earth as a goddamn bug. You know, there's a good and there's a bad no matter what. So you're always afraid of the bad and you always want the good. You want to do good to achieve the good. You don't want to do bad because you don't want the bad to happen to you. The the, the mainstream religions are a soft version of that. Cults up the ante make you do whatever they want to. By way of threatening you with vile, torturous hells and give you a way out to get into heaven. And they come up with these extreme ways that you can get into heaven. And, and this way of enlightenment, again, it kind of follows Zen Buddhism a little bit, kind of follows Taoism a little bit. Um, his main goal is that he's going to become God himself. He's going to be the savior. There's going to be a nuclear war between 1999 and 2003. Now, if you're not familiar with Buddhism, I'm not an expert on it, but the general concept is, right, is that a Buddha is basically like a Jesus-type figure. Mm-hmm. It's it's someone that, like, reached, is like the best person. They don't want to be God. They don't want to be deified at all. But the, the, they've, they live such an exemplary life, and you have some sort of proof that they went on to Nirvana, mm-hmm. and they become the figure that you worship. Like... There is a Buddha that's like the main dude, you know, but there's more, right? There's like saint type of shit. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they're really like the basis of that whole thing of Siddhartha, which was like, a, I think it's like 70 pages. It's not a long read, but it's about a prince who never sees suffering or anything like that. And then one day he was able to talk his guards into going down to the normal folk, you know, and sees all this shit like death and disease and whatever. And so uh, some people think that, you know, whenever one Buddha dies, a new one is born and the reincarnation, all that bullshit. Okay. Well, what Asahara is pitching to people is that there's going to be this nuclear war. It's going to wipe everyone off the planet. It is implemented by God. There's a way to stop it. And the way to stop it is to have a Buddha from Amshin Rikyo established in every country. And they would all be established by the big Buddha, Asahara. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah. I mean, I, I get what religion. I'm, I get what I'm, yeah, <laughs> right. I get what I'm saying, but it seems like some dumb shit. Um, his his whole thing. I mean, we're talking to eighty seven, nineteen ninety nine, is uh, only twenty two years away. Like, yeah, you gotta shoot. Look, if you're gonna start a cult now, learn from the past. A lot of cults mistake are trying to ramp it up and make it happen now. Put that shit. A hundred years from now, say you're sowing the seeds to stop a future destruction because it ain't going to fucking happen, you know? Why not get some longevity? Look at Christianity. It's open-ended. When's Jesus coming back? Soon. Uh, What's soon? Well, you know, in heaven... Soon is a a thousand years. second is an eternity. So we don't know. He's coming back soon. The end times are near because Jesus... But on Jesus' time... That old fucking kook math. Yeah, that's... People they gobble that shit up. So I I get it. But don't make it a 22-year-away fucking idea. Now, Buddhists hated this shit, which is a lot to say because they're the nicest people. Their yeah. whole thing is like being tolerant of everyone, loving everyone. Because, again, they're trying to level up when they die. Yep. You know, they're trying to be, to be better, be nicer than they were in the last life. If some fucking Buddhist hates your ass, you're fucking up. You know what I mean? You're a piece of shit. Now, he's got people that have been riding with him since the mountain wizard days. And he's got all these promises that he's made. You're going to fly. You're going to walk through walls. You're going to learn this power. You're going to learn that power. Well, how do you think he quells that when people ask? Hey, how come I can't be flying good, man? Oh, you have to unlock the secret of the Asahara. And what do you think unlocks the secret, buddy? Money? Yeah. Sweet fucking cash. cash, baby. Cash and ass, my guy. So I would just be like, hey, man. Give me the fucking recipe to your great, great, great grandma's noodles and broth. <laughs> that shit is good. Yeah, man. A nice broth. I, it's not hard to make, my no, man. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. You just got to be patient. The Japanese, I mean, they're patient about it. Dude, they, yeah. do it, they do it for a while. Yeah, they don't. See, man, I love Eastern culture because they don't fuck around. The food they is. don't half-ass a goddamn thing. Man, that's my favorite part. Because if you do something and it sucks, then you suck. Yeah. And you can't risk it like that. Well, they let you know. They're like, yeah, it's not going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> so check this shit out. 
to simply join Om Shinrikyo, 700 bucks. That's ground floor. Now, every new level, you got to pay more money. Just like Scientology, you got to put in cash. Now, it's a commitment, you know? It is like showing Asahara and the rest of the crew that you are willing to put Om Shinrikyo ahead of your basic worldly needs. Classic cult shit. It's a slow indoctrination. And it's smart as fuck. Because by making people believe that materialism is the wrong way of life, the path to enlightenment is giving up what you have because you don't need it, they'll provide the bare minimum that you need for you. You just give them all your money. That makes sense. Uh, to get more power, there's things that you can get. Uh, an example, $2,000, that'll get you a liter of Shoko Asahara's piss, dirty bath water. What? Yeah. <laughs> to drink? Uh, I mean, I would think, but it doesn't say anything about ingesting it. It, it, it just is, that's the price. Uh, you know, he is the enlightened one. I would He's think got you the would power. Just pour it in a tub and then have a little left over to drink. So it's like on you and in you. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You would want to get it into your yeah. pores. That's how you become black belch. Uh, fly. Uh, so he sold this experience, right? Like the highest tier of what he had to offer. He uh, would charge you 8,000 bucks. And that would be a consultation, direct, one-on-one. And what would happen is you would come, you would sit down with the motherfucking wizard of wizards, the flying son of a bitch himself, Shokura Sahara, to get the secret knowledge that he's gained through mountain wizardry, years of experience, becoming God himself. He is the savior. Uh-huh. That's a fair price. Yeah. His time's valuable. Wow. Uh, you would sit down with him. He would serve you up some tea, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional Japanese shit. You'd have a cup of tea with you. Probably some bath water shit. In that bath water, big ass dosa LSD, baby. Woo! <laughs> no warning. No one knows there's LSD in it. They just drink this tea. Everyone that paid for it, of course, described the experience as transcending euphoric they saw things felt things became things and he would sit there and talk him through it he you know? really put lsd in the tea absolutely that is cool man is it uh, would you like to take a big amount of acid without knowing you took it yeah <laughs> why yeah. you gotta lie baby i would i would love to well, here's the thing. First I, of all, you know well, duality, I don't really, duality is a heavy song. No. Second of all, you would not like that. Well, I don't really like LSD, so. No, well, then why would you say? Well, I mean, if somebody was telling me some cool shit and I felt like it was mystical, I would yeah. do it. Well, he would also like put his hands on their face when they started tripping out. Weird shit like that. Probably fucked him. Because uh, he gets it, you know, that's classic cult shit, man. Like, this guy didn't start out doing anything good, but a lot of times, dude, there's been cults that have started with, like, a pretty positive... Like, look at Jonestown. Yeah. 
pretty positive message, pretty positive ideas, but those guys always get hornier than anyone else. I don't know what it is. Something about being a sociopath or whatever just gets you rock hard, and you got to only quench that boner by having sex with everyone involved. Yeah. And it always brings it down. I mean, God's that's not... God's will. Yeah, I mean, God's got a big fucking will, and he's ready oh, to please. Pop that fucking vein. Now, my cock is vascular thinking about other people fucking in cults. Man, don't say that again. Uh, he also had a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he had a blood initiation. Yeah. And where they would drink his blood, and they give him magical properties. Uh, you know, when, it, when he was asked questions about that, he would just... Offer a new tier. It's like a vampire monopoly. Yeah, it's like Patreon.com backslash Death Metal Dicks. If you want to learn more, you got to pay more. You know what I'm saying? Blood properties. He had holy hair was a treatment you could buy. That's where he brewed tea with his fucking hair in it. And have you seen pictures of him? If not, Google him. Gross. You don't want that. Uh, Miracle Pond, which is another fucking application of his goddamn bathwater. You could just steep in his dirty fucking bathwater oh, for I knew it. thousands of dollars. Oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> and, you know, all this shit starts to break down the mind. And on top of that, as people are getting more enlightened, he's starting to use, t- like, he gets enough money to make his own compound. That's important to know now. Uh, he, he bought a giant area at the edge of a mountain. They moved into it. And, of course, it's just squalor. Pure bullshit because there's no cult leader that's ever made it nice for people, you know. But that's already people are indoctrinated to get rid of their worldly goods. A lot of people that he's getting recruited are coming, like they have anime, they have manga books, like shit that attracts dorks. Yeah. Dorks are always smart. It's a bunch of like scientists, mathematicians, and shit that are signing up for it. And those are all people that want to fit in too, you know. And what's sad is that families start to come in, you know, it's just people looking for the next spiritual movement, willing to give up what they have. And at this time, 19 fucking eighties, Japan, absolute financial boom, like tons of cash going around Japan. They work hard. Scientists make tons of money. Doctors, a lot of bad motherfuckers coming around, uh, builds the compound. And as soon as people move in, like the way he built it up, is uh, you've seen a beehive. You know how they live in like that honeycomb-looking structure where it's just like pods on top of pods and all the bees fit into that? Yeah. He builds like that. He uses plywood and just builds them cubby holes to sleep in, basically. What the fuck? And he starts bringing in people for retreats to indoctrinate them into it. Um, he's using classic cult techniques, sleep deprivation, you know? Um, he is, you fall asleep, you sleep for a couple hours. The most people are getting of sleep is five hours consecutively, but that's rare. Waking people up in the middle of the night to play sermons and shit like that. Preaching at people, screaming at people. Just, you know, when you're not sleeping, your brain ain't right, first of all. You no. get weakened physically. You get weakened mentally. Um, that's what the Harry Christians uh, do. They tell them that all you need is six hours. Yeah. And so they do sleep deprivation, and so they're like, you know, you only need this because your mind needs this, and so right. towards the end of the day, you start just being all fucking weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, putting on robes, man. Something about robes and not sleeping that flow well together. Probably it feels like sheets, I That's guess. That's my control. I miss bed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as they're moving in to these houses, uh, it's like a rustic area. It's not real homes. They're not allowed to get rid of pests. 
like fucking roaches. They get a big roach infestation. Fuck. And you know it's a living creature. You're not supposed to disturb it. Not supposed to kill it. You're supposed to let it be. Nope. Just uh, crawling on you while you're sleeping in your mouth. Now he's starting to get people to come in oh. because again, you know, Japan is always on some spiritual shit. He is uh, a well-known spiritual leader this time. One shitty thing that he's doing is he is taking pictures of himself with other spiritual leaders and then putting out like bullshit articles where he's like, I've got the blessing from Zen Tao master Makuto or whatever. Just, uh, he, he met the Dalai Lama, had a picture taken of him and the Dalai Lama and said that the Dalai Lama blessed his work. Just a real bullshit artist. I mean, you've seen the path that he's taking. He's a good salesman. He's good at this shit. Uh, so now he's, he's bringing people in for like camps into their center. He's charging $2,000 for a week of meditation and these people get treated better than the people that live there. He's just trying to bring them in for good, you know? Yeah. But still, for that 2000 bucks, they get one meal a day, which consists of boiled vegetables and rice. And they sleep on dirt floors the entire time. And they are woken up to meditate in the middle of the night. Is that right? Woken? <laughs> woken. I'm so yeah. woke. I'm woken. Uh and then, you know, he's got a holy hierarchy. You know, there's priests. To be a priest, you had to completely abandon everything in your life and your family. Even if your family was part of the cult, you had to completely leave them behind. Wow. Yeah. You had to give it all up. Everything that you own had to be given to Asahara to prove you had no ties to the outside world. And that, again, goes back to controlling everyone's mind and getting people to give more because these are the holiest people. They're the the preachers, the priests, you know what I mean? A classic I mean, they got the same type of monks, you know what I mean, in Buddhism. Uh, and now people see that, and they see them being exonerated for that, and they want to do it too. The regular people, twice a day, were only fed rice and seaweed. And sometimes they would fucking blend that up with water to stretch it out as like a slop. And they would call it alm food. Oh, God. Sleep deprivation and drugs and that minimal food, man. And just fucking... That is uh, straight CIA shit. Yeah. And he really starts to ramp this shit up. You know, as soon as he feels like there's enough people there, no matter what, starts going ape shit. Uh, they start physically torturing people. They call it karma disposal. So, uh, it, drop karma. Anything that you do which is determined by a priest. So, it could be anything. They could just not like you. You can look at them weird. Anything. They beat you with sticks and he comes up with this thing where it's like there's some science fiction book that I forgot the fucking name of that. Basically, the hero in it uh, has to like purify himself of all sin through physical pain. And then he comes back to save the world. So he steals that and adopts it to the ideas that he already had. So they start torturing people. And so supposedly it works two ways. One is that when you're getting beat it erases your wrongdoing because you get the punishment you know what I mean and then as the person beating them because it's it, you don't want to beat somebody if you're a nice person it, it erases your sins because you're going through that process too so that's how he indoctrinates the priest to do that he doesn't have to do it and also how he indoctrinates people to accept getting beat I mean children getting beat with sticks because who, quote-unquote, misbehaves? Children. That sounds like this uh, story was uh, Purple Rain. 
purple rain. Yeah. Uh, you soak yourselves what? in the water. I haven't even brought that up yet. You said that it was a story, a science fiction story. You get beat. Prince gets beat by his dad. He makes that one bitch fucking soak in the fucking uh, waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. Same shit. Oh, yeah, just like that. Uh, so He's going to write a hit song. Does he, did he write a hit song? Is he a musician? No. Does he do that old fucking where you sit down Indian style and play that old fucking sitar shit? No. Wow, man. That our, is Indians. And you even said it when you said it. I know, but, dude, fucking, uh, I've seen a sitar used in a Japanese setting before. I've seen the Beatles use one. That doesn't mean it's right. I mean, I've seen guitars just be guitars. <laughs> I fucking drunk. There's never going anywhere with I you. I can't wait to die tonight on the way. <laughs> I mean, oh. I can drive, dude. No, you're not. They tie members upside down and dip them in cold water. That's a nice torture that he comes up with, which, yes, I get it. You said it already. Purple All rain. of these things were accepted because, again, you're pure, you're closer to enlightenment, and he, you know, when you're doing a, running a cult, what you got to do is tell the people that they're the only people in the world that have the secret to fucking heaven, enlightenment, avoiding Armageddon, whatever your hell is. They're the only group of people that are good. Everyone else is evil. No one else wants to join in what they're doing. They're resisting it. They're all the secular great enemy. Um, when you fucking die, you head closer to Nirvana. And the only way to keep leveling up is to deal out the torture and get tortured yourself. If, if, if you get tortured yourself, then you can level up to where you're doing the torturing, disgusting cycle. Uh, any actual mistake, like if something bad happened, like questioning what was going on, they would be punished with solitary. And they would have to just fucking sit in confinement for weeks at a time. There yeah. was a 10-year-old kid that had to sit in one for nine days, solid. Wow. They were just simply fed water, and 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they would blast Shoko Asahara preaching. Next uh, cult leader right there. Yep, classic. Yeah, I mean, that's just more shit. That's like it, trauma on the brain, man. Just sleep deprivation, acid, fucking putting people in... Yeah. Solitary confinement. Yep. That's fucking wild. Foundation is the name of that science fiction novel. And yeah, the, and the, the people going through it that save humanity are all scientists. And again, he's attracted a lot of scientists and they invite their friends and it be, just becomes a community. And that's going to become big in the next episode when he starts making chemical weapons and trying to use chemical warfare, nerve gas, Fucking, he weaponizes Ebola in the future. This guy's a genius, man. Genius. I mean, what the fuck? Super evil genius. Now, a uh, fucking move that he came up with, which see, this is like besides people dying, this is the wildest shit to me. Uh, he would take members. Now you had to do this. They had a foil shower cap, like it was a shower cap. They lined it with foil. They hooked it up to a battery, and it would emit an electrical charge to your fucking dome every six minutes. It was like double strength for adults, half strength for kids, but strong, like not deadly, but strong enough to be like, Oh, Oh man, I like that. And when he did that to him, he would pump them 
full of LSD and just send them out in the public. So Woo. the anxiety, the shocking, uh, and on top of to that, recruit people. Uh, no, 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 no. Like he would send them like the cult people, not to recruit people, just to like be out in the streets, like yeah. going crazy, like just the idea, like the you know. So if I'm like telling you that everyone is bad for months, and you believe me. And I send you into society and you've been isolated and you think everyone's bad. You isolate yourself further. You're going to get freaked the fuck out and you're going to see it when you're getting shocked and you're pumped full of acid. You're going to believe what I'm saying now to get this device, which you had to get. It cost seven thousand dollars a month. It was called the perfect salvation initiation. If you wanted to skip that and buy it, seventy thousand dollars up front. Jesus Christ. This is around the time that he started separating the men and the women. Number one cult move. Can you you imagine getting an electrical shock while you're on acid? Dude, I can't imagine doing anything uncomfortable on acid. Now, one time I fucking was washing up my grandpa's Naroko shaver when I was like 15, but I was high as fuck. I smoked a blunt outside the hotel where you were at. A blunt. Yeah, I was fucking Big ass blunt. Huge. Blunt. Those old fucking cheap ass fillies, man. Give me that blunt weed. Ma- fucking Mountain Home, Arkansas, man. They would just sell you whatever. Token it up. But you go do that, and I was like, well, fuck, I'll just rinse out this Norelco shaver, you know, with it on. Yeah. Got cuted. Hell yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Paranoid. I think that's probably why I don't like weed, man. Hell yeah. Dude, I listened to. I shaved uh, my pubes that got tangled up in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to rinse them out because I was because you know you're like 15 you let it go because yeah. I wasn't I wasn't fucking I was 350 pounds yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and I was like man I'm gonna shave these because maybe one day there'll be this lady outside this hotel room one of the three days I'm staying that's gonna fucking <laughs> suck my piece yeah she's gonna suck that thing off man you gotta mm-hmm. make it look bigger by shaving it up or putting a fucking scorpion tattoo on it God I can't wait for you to get that scorp tat uh, <laughs> so yeah it separates men and women. Uh, the men are not allowed to interact with the women, no sexual contact, except by Shoku Asahara, who is trying to spread his seed. So, of course, he could pound whoever he wants, and boy, does he. You know what I mean? How many? Slinging pipe. Oh, hundreds, dude. Wow. Piece of it. Man, but that old fucking weird eye gets all... <laughs> <laughs> he stinks, man. I know he smells bad. Oh, hell dude. yeah. Uh, and if you want it... Now, oh, and that's another thing, man, is that uh, hygiene-wise, no one's allowed to bathe. Woo! <laughs> so it smells stink. S T I N K stinks. What is it, baby? I want to see your toot. I want to see your poontang and let me get that coot. I must spread this seed, you nasty old pig that's bleed. Here's my son. He's the next son of God, you fucking bung. That's <laughs> so dumb, dude. I know, man. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not doing a good job because you're drunk. That's all good. No, I'm having a good time. It's oh, fun. Yeah, man. I don't <laughs> uh, so everyone stinks. Everyone's gross. That's just more mind control shit, you know, uh, making you unwanted by the normal society. Staff infection. People oh, are dying. Oh, yeah. It's just all fucked up over there. Um, and if you want to leave, you get tortured. And we already know what torture is. Uh, in the Death. middle. <laughs> yeah, basically. In the middle of winter, a guy wanted to leave. Uh, one of the guys from the original Mountain Wizards. It's like, I'm sick of this shit. I've never learned a power. I've started to think it's bullshit. Hang him up. In the middle of winter, they dunk him in water, leave him hanging. He dies of hypothermia. 
His fucking friend that came in with him to the Alm Association of Mountain Wizards that's been here for way too long is figuring out it's all bullshit anyway gets pissed off. Four priests strangled him to death with a rope. Woo! Yep, this is the first killing. Now, they're going to end up killing a lot of their members on top of normal society. They took his body, stuffed it in a metal drum, Poor gasoline. I tried to burn it. It doesn't work like that. You can't burn a body with gasoline. Uh, so, you know, Shoko Asahara is freaking out because he doesn't want to get you know, pinned with murder. He's not that stupid. I mean, he's actually a fucking genius, but, like, he, it would be easy to get caught on that, right? Yeah. So they burn it for, like, ten hours until the skeleton. They try to dispose of the evidence. Um, and everyone that's living there right now, I mean, they're in such a fucking weakened state. They're not getting sleep. They're not getting food. There's no hygiene going on. Uh, if you're a man, he's pounding your wife. You know, it's going to be driving you fucking crazy. And especially in Japan. I mean, like I said, it's that warrior culture shit, man. You can't have somebody shame your family like that. You're letting it happen? Like, yo, so if you're a samurai, somebody can't fuck your fucking wife, dude. Everyone's dead. you got to kill their whole family. And they're living in squalor. And a lot of the people, and a lot of these people are rich, you know? Yeah. These are wealthy people that were just looking for spiritual enlightenment. I mean, that's what the type of shit that rich people do. They're always looking for, like, a way to escape from the stress of regular life. And now, he's really breached ship by committing murder. That's where we're dropping off this week. Next week, we're coming back. We're going to peer. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure if this will be two or three episodes. I want to cram it in two because I feel like we stretch shit out too much. Yeah. So I don't. Th- I mean, we probably don't. But, you know, I like to keep it moving, keep it fresh. Keep Man, new this is coming. a really interesting topic. It's wild, dude. It gets, it. I mean, it sounds crazy right now, dude. This shit gets fucking bonkers. Fucking bonkers. I don't, it, it, I'm, it, I can't, there's not a thing I can do to tease it. Um, I mean, like, it's crazier than you getting a scorpion tattooed on your dick, by far. It's the most, it's, like, to me, like, Jonestown is some ill shit. Like, that is the highest casualties um, it's crazy what happened there, but like, it doesn't compare. It does not compare to the insanity. I mean, th- I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Don't look this shit up. Just have a fun ride with us. Yeah. Uh, th- I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to drop this on you. They had a Black Hawk helicopter. I mean, cool. They had it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I believe it. The amount of money he's making. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, <laughs> He ends up with billions right now. He's got several million. I mean, yeah. Let's call it, man. This is good. I like this shit. This is fun. It's fun. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. a crazy son of a bitch. Um, you know, I, 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 we haven't done a Satan closing in a while. And I'll say this. Falling into a We should religion. do the song, right, first? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, before we close out, a Diocletian Doom Cult. Doom Cult. Great man. If you don't know Diocletian, you're going to get a taste. We'll probably play the whole song. It's like a minute, 15 long, right? Oh, uh, it's it sort of a sample and then, a, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not too long. We can play that. Diocletian's not going to care. No, they're going to give a fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great fucking band. Oh, yeah, dude. Somebody was listening to Dr. Dre the other day. And you know how he's always like, yeah, hell yeah. Well, that gets stuck in my head. And I got my wife so mad because for like three hours yesterday, I answered everything like that. Like I did not break from it at all. She was getting so pissed off. The D-O-W-J. She would, <laughs> she would <laughs> ask me like a complex question. I'd be like, 
yeah, is that yes? Hell yeah. All <laughs> right. like, are you just going to say that? Yeah. It's like, well, the kids need this. Um, what time are you going to? Hell yeah. We're going to listen to 2001 on the way home. And, yo, I never fucked up on it. Like, I never double hell yeah or double yeah. Like, kept it perfect. Like, one, like for she, she got mad and, like, went, went outside to work on the car for, like, an hour. And, I like, when she left, she asked me something. And I go, yeah. And she goes, God, whatever. Goes outside to work on the car. Comes back in, like, an hour later. She's like, hey, do you want to come check this out? Hell yeah. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> man, your man. wife hates you. Yeah, man. Everyone does, dude. Everyone does. I don't hate you. Man, you do sometimes. I'm not. Nah, you're a constant. <laughs> but hey, man. Uh, check out, man. Uh, I, some people say that we're not an actual death metal podcast. I disagree, you know? Yeah, man. We cover topics that are fucking in songs probably yeah i mean or this should is be. the type of shit that songs are written about Who you know what i'm saying that? i mean a lot of people a lot i think it's something i fucking people. but it's not like a shitty thing it's just like it's a true crime podcast man i get it baby and we are that we're just all that shit the way i've always described it is that uh we are death metal dudes doing a true crime podcast we're just you know metal dudes yeah. we like yeah. it all I mean death metal just sounds cool anyway death metal bottom cool. line now Diocletian is war metal right under, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's often, we usually don't spend a lot of time like breaking down the band telling you what's cool about it that, f- right now currently Diocletian is one of my favorite bands I love that band I've been yeah, blasting it for a few months ever since I got on this fucking fitness kick great to, war metal is great in the gym, uh, particularly Diocletian. I mean, all the songs are about fucking night combat. Yeah. You know? But it's like, uh, it's really hard, really fast. Um, I It's like, I, I still want to say the word droney, but it's not like, uh, like you think of droney, you think of that stupid fucking... I think the right word is chaotic. It's cha- But it's like, uh, there's like a certain through line that when you just let it play... It's like great in the background of doing hard physical activity. Yes. All right. And it, it's got like there's breakdowns in it, but they're a different type of breakdown than you've ever experienced if you're not with war metal. But Diocletian is a great place to start with that because they have pronounced breakdowns, uh, super hard parts. God damn. Oh, they're fucking hard. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, uh, even if you don't love the song that came on, which is a bad, it's, you know, probably their best album. The last one they put out is like Rips too, but it's just good production. I don't think they ever put a bad album out. Nah, me either. Uh, anyway, the last one, the last one is hard. Very good, but the, you know, it's not. The, it's just that that one's per, like well produced. They were like, you know what, this is like, let's take this shit a little more serious. And, and like, then they broke up. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, I think it's like a hiatus thing more than a breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they've been doing festivals and shit. So, hey man, yeah, I'd love to. T- Give it a gander. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, anyway, so there you go. There's some metal talk. That band ribs. You got to check it out. New Zealand, right? Uh, I think Australia, maybe. All but right. I'm, I could Same be wrong. To me. Oi, ooh, fucking yeah. hey, come up there and play uh, some fucking uh, ad songs about fucking uh, You know, it's like uh, you, get, you get your mates together there and uh, you have a go at one another there. Uh, yeah, your, your enemy, they got a castle there. And you got a bunch of your knights here. You got your armor on. You got your boomerang there. Sword. You got your lance. You got your uh, spiked gloves on there, mate. And uh, you're going to 
storm that cunt castle over there. And uh, me and all you cunts are going to go kill them and all those cunts over there. Let's go. Let's rouse it up. Ain't nothing like an old <laughs> fucking uh, crocodile bung D. Yeah. 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 Hey, religion, man. We got to talk about it in a cold episode because, uh, you know, this just uh, this is our shit. This is something I always feel important about. Uh, unfortunately, to my knowledge, there's kids that listen. I mean, not like teenagers, you know what I mean? I'm 30 years old. And also, everyone that listens to extreme music to me is a kid. Whatever. Yeah, this is the word you use. Especially, I'm from hardcore. Hey, look at that. Not a cool kid. Hey, look at that fucking kid over there. He's 45. Nah, he's a good kid. He's got a sick of it all dragon tattoo, street dragon over there Man, on him. That's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. If you hear about a cult, you can just know exactly what religion does to people. On any side of the coin, uh, Satanism is just a funny way of rejecting it all. It's just saying, hey, oh, I got a, my own mind? Yeah. Yeah, you can, it, honestly, uh, I'm not really with anything. You you should believe whatever you want to, whatever makes you feel good. But be careful out there, guys. Apparently, it's easy to fall for some shit. I've got a feeling everyone that listens to this is a free-minded, well-thought-out individual. Just uh, fucking do what feels good, you know? And that is a tenet of Satanism. That's the thing, is if you wanted to be a Christian because it feels good to you, go ahead, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Satanist, man. I'm not like a... Are you? I'm not like a traditional, like, Levian. Are you? I have my own thoughts about what that is. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Oosh. I want to kill the unicorn. So much pleasure. Dude, uh, I was trying to explain Hellraiser to somebody who's never seen it before. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, it's, this dude finds this ancient box. Yeah. It's a puzzle type thing. He's fiddling with it and he just opens his fucking port to hell all of a sudden. But in hell, it's these demons that are, like, locked in this fucking box that yeah. just have been waiting for years to escape. But the thing is... It's a bipolar woman with borderline personality disorder. A box with a bunch of demons <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's your mom. <laughs> uh, they yeah, yeah. are just so horny. So horny. And the main dude, Pinhead... Because the thing... They just, like... They torture people, but you can't die, you know? So you just get, like, pushed beyond belief. And he's just describing... Earth opened the box, and now you will know such suffering beyond which you could ever imagine. And my wearing this trench coat with the hardest cock of all time because nothing is more delicious to me than your torment in hell forever. God, God. Oh, this is slimy. Dude, uh, you know, what, uh, and, um, God damn it. Uh, it's not Wes Craven. What the fuck's wrong with me? Clive, Clive Barker. Clive yeah. Barker. Dude, Clive Barker. Shout he, out to Clive Barker. Yeah, he's cool, but what happened is he read all the Lovecraft shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, man, this shit's real cool, but, man, it could use a lot of fucking in it. Hey, there's a, he wrote a book called The Damnation Game. Yeah. Whoa. That's one of the most. He writes evil. cool books with a lot of having sex in that shit. You know, yeah, which is I'm with it. I'm with the movement, uh, but it's just H.P. Lovecraft and sex. You know what I mean? It's like Cthulhu came back, and instead of just destroying everything, he fucked it all first. You, you know, know that old when you're in band, which I wasn't, but you know, you got that old tuba shine. Yeah, you shine that old bone. 
with a tuba shine. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week.